This is the Opposite Ends Podcast. What is up? This is the Opposite Ends Podcast. We've got Josh. Hey, how's it going, everybody? We've got Tristan. Good evening. We've got Ryan. What's up, y'all? And this is yours truly, Elton, on the board. Uh, guys, I want to say something. I hate Houston, and it seems like everyone else does as well. Yeah. I'd get the fuck out of there, too. Deshaun Watson, um, James Jim Harden, Harden, Russell Westbrook, Everyone's Chris jumping Paul, ship. Darryl I don't blame them. Don't blame them at all. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. We got to talk a little bit about that. But, but shout out to our fans in Houston. We love you. Yeah, it's yeah. debatable. Guys, we're going to get into Minus our Astros. playoff picks because that's important as well. I am on a hot streak. Guys, there's a lot what? of hires. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I, I, cannot, I cannot wait to get video. Stay tuned for that because it's going to be worth Loses it. Loses the entire season and gets a couple <laughs> wins at the end. Hot streak. Um, there's some guys, there's some coaches um, being hired in some teams. We've got to talk a little bit about that. These teams are not wasting time. They're trying to get their coaches lined up. And I didn't know if you knew, it's easy to miss. NHL started. It did. That's important. Why, what do you mean it's easy to miss? I don't understand that That's statement. I can't, but it's okay. Easy to I miss love sports, but I, discriminatory. I, I missed it. Okay. There's not a lot of us on the ice. Okay. But it's okay. Have you ever been to a hockey game? No. And I heard the environment is, is really that is so good. Like, so good. It is one of the best things it's, to it's, do live. I swore up and down NFL football live was the best thing you could see or college football. Strong second only because I didn't go to college. Uh, NHL hockey has taken over, and it's not even close. It's a lot of fun. It is constant action. It is constant excitement. Um, and if you blink, you'll miss the goal, so don't blink. I pledge to you, Elton, my commitment to okay. you. All right, I like this already. I will not only take you okay. to your first NHL game, Ooh, I'll buy you your first beer. Pop my chair. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Guys, um, we're going to get into my favorite game. I know you guys don't like it. We struggled the first time, but we're going to get this done. <laughs> we're getting it I, No, I'm I good. I got it. this. You got it? It's cap or no cap. No cap. I got Ooh, this. Okay. You cap or no cap. I'm ready. All right. I got a couple things I want to go over with you guys. Let's start from the beginning. Brooklyn Nets have a better chance of winning the ring with James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Cap or no cap? Better than who? Better better Just chance better than, than they before. Did. Before, no cap. I'll say cap. No, wait. Let me backtrack. Better than the Lakers. Cap. Oh, cap. Cap. Hold on, Ryan. Cap. Elton, educate our listeners on what cap or no cap means. Cap, yes. Slash remind me. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't need Offset to come back. He came back. I, and, yeah, yeah. Offset Offset didn't, couldn't come today, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> but cap is lies, not true, overrated. Bullshit. Right, bullshit. No cap is on par. It's like saying, that's spark. That's, not going to lie. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. That's, that's yeah. good. That's a good yeah. statement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you just say yours? Or are you struggling still in the Oh, no. It's cap. It's, it's cap. It's cap. Cap. No cap. No cap? You're writing a lot, though, on Kyrie staying with the team. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. But that that trio. With DeAndre Jordan. Like, why are we leaving him that out? That trio. Exactly. Well, he's easy to leave out. He had a that, great year last year. He's not easy to leave out, though. Is better than the duo that the Lakers have. Absolutely. I don't disagree with that. I just don't believe Kyrie's going to be with the team when they go That's to the That's a playoffs. different challenge. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, next one. You guys are Patrick Mahomes fans? Love him. He's my uh, homie. Sort of. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, no. I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I don't detract from his greatness. Tristan won't be here in the coming weeks. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen is the best quarterback starting this weekend. Full cap. Wow. Full cap. Um, I'm going to go cap. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes. Come on. Cap, for sure. I yeah, love Josh really? Allen. Full, full cap, yeah. Full, full cap. cap, yeah. Absolute cap. I think, he, think? I think he's been. Maybe I'm on a high. And maybe that's my hey, pick. I know that's your pick. You you can't get wrapped up in in. I'm wrapped in, up in faith versus fact. Can't first. help it. Love. I mean, he's Josh, got a. He's got a leg to stand on, but he's not. Josh Allen's my boy this leg. year. He helped me get to the playoffs in fantasy. He helped me win in fantasy. Oh he did. But Patrick Mahomes, that's my dog, man. And you got. Aaron Rodgers, who probably is going to win the MVP at this point in the NFL. No, he's he's not better than those two. Maybe better than Brady. Maybe better than Breeze at this point. 
Definitely better than Lamar Jackson. Definitely better than Baker Mayfield. Um, definitely better than Jared Goff, but you're narrowing it down. Yeah. Like Full it. cap. Okay. Uh, last one, guys. Um, again, welcome, NHL, to the COVID-consumed season. Yes. 27 positive COVID test uh, positive from nine teams, and 17 came from the Dallas Stars. Ooh, Let's 17 go came from Let's go Dallas. That's For sure, Tyler Sagan. Like it was probably you know, those came Tyler, Tyler Sagan, Sagan is 100% a super spreader <laughs> in so many ways. Uh, Dallas, with all that's going on, because they did really well last season. They did. Yeah. We'll make it back to the Stanley Cup. No uh, cap. That's tough. No cap. I would love to agree with Josh. I have to go cap. Full cap. Full no cap. chance. So I'm homering this one. However, interesting fact for all of you factoidals out there. The Dallas Stars have won more playoff games over the past two seasons than any other NHL team. Okay. Now, let me stand the cups. The nice. hard part about that is duplicating it. It's very hard in the NHL, just like it is in the NFL. But the homer and me, um, Dallas Stars have a great defense, really solid one-two in goaltending, probably the strongest two goaltending uh, duos in the no league. Doubt. Um, no doubt. It's the offense that's a question mark. It was a question mark last year. It's why they didn't win the Stanley Cup against Tampa. Um, but I think they're going to play really well in the West, and so I'm holding out hope for that. Is it the West? Still? I don't even. The whole thing is just so they have all these new divisions. Right. Well, and there's going to be here's here's a crazy another crazy stat. For the next hundred something days, there will be NHL game every night, which is pretty cool. So they are throwing together a shortened season over the next few months. They usually start in uh, November, late October, November, yep. and they're starting in January. So they're going to do a condensed season, but they're playing, um, I mean, a lot of games close to each other. You're going to get a lot of exciting games. Um, so I'm ready for it. But um, something to look forward to, Tampa Bay Lightning is on the hot streak. Um, well, even Sort of. Sort of. They, I think, lost only four games in the playoffs uh, last year. And they lost their best player. And they, they did lose Nikita Kucherov um, for the regular season, which is going to be hard. But they've got a loaded roster. Yeah, they do. They are a really good team. Tyler Johnson. My question mark going into this season is, how good is the Vegas Golden Knights going to be? Um, they kind of took a step back last year, even though they still played really good in their playoffs. And again, I mean, even against the Stars, they played pretty good. And stars proved to be way too much in the end. Yeah. Um, but in their, what, four years? They've just always been relevant, and they've three, always been tough. They've been in the semifinals three out of their first four years as a franchise. I'm going to say like that again. I the way that the NHL does. Three out of four exactly. in their first four years as a franchise. And guess who's next? No sport does introducing Cracking. a new franchise better than the NHL. Yeah, they do a good job with it. They force teams to give up good players so that these to teams are just dog shit when yeah. they first starting the league arguably it's a huge advantage right now to come into this league because you do get a full squad of quality players and and guess who we got coming up in 21 22 tell me the seattle kraken god i'm so excited it's such a cool I name only cannot. professional sports team up there right cool Wait. ass uniforms the what now cool Brian? name oh i thought it was the only professional sports team up there oh yeah only it's one only. worth watching <laughs> Oh, wow, you guys are getting shots already. Damn. Yeah, I'm excited about the. I have a love-hate relationship with the NHL. Because they're on ice. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. There's actually no hate on it. My frustration with the NHL is these lockouts, they take the momentum out. Yeah. Like it's easy to lose love for the game if you're if you're a fair weather fan. And I'm sure. definitely in the fair weather club. I follow loosely from afar. I follow closely when they're good. Yeah. I always try to follow. I'm just a sports fan in general, but it's hard when you lose some of the some of the off-season stuff. So, I don't know. I, I'm excited about the Stars team. I played hockey for a lot of my young life. Sure. Um, okay. Teenager. I played roller hockey. I played ice hockey. So, I have a huge love and passion for the sport. But even I can lose interest from time to time. And I think the biggest problem with hockey is Can't they need the to get puck. more people to the game. And they do a really good job of getting people to the game. That's not what they struggle. They struggle with marketing their game to the common person that doesn't watch hockey you know nba has drama 
there's a lot of drama to get involved in. NFL is the NFL. You never compete. But I will say this. Soccer and the NHL have done a far superior job over the last few years than the Major League Baseball. Um, Major League Baseball used to be the number one sport in America. It's yep. now kind of become an afterthought. Again, partially because of some of the lockout concerns, contract concerns. And we're going to have the same thing with the NBA and the NFL here in the next three years. So no sports immune to it, but there's a lot of good storylines going in this NHL season. We'll definitely be keeping you apprised of what's going on. We're in Dallas. We're big Dallas stars fans, but it's going to be a good season. It's going to be a lot of action every night. You are insured to have sports for the next three months because the NHL is going to have a game on every night. You throw in basketball, you're going to have a lot of sports to watch. Here's the other thing I think the NHL and the MLB struggle with in particular. Who is the face of those leagues? Absolutely. Marketing their stars. You look at the NHL. Absolutely. Well, not only marketing their stars, but their stars going out and marketing themselves. Totally. Well, they don't have teeth. It's well, kind the, of hard. <laughs> well, baseball players do. It's the Russian invasion. The, the problem with the NHL is kind of what you just said. A lot of the players, as soon as the season's over, they go back to their home countries. The NHL is dominated by Russia, Canada, and Eastern Europe. Swedes. Um, so there's not a ton of Americans. That hurts their league. Um, but even when you had the best player in the league, and they were also American and Sidney Crosby, or sorry, he was Canadian, but... Um, North American. North American. He didn't do a good job marketing himself. NHL put a lot of marketing behind him. But like you said, he didn't do a good job of it. And then he's kind of lost his relevance. I guess the thing that I don't get, because you're talking about a huge influx of these players. The top players in the world are not from at least the U.S., but they all come here to play. Yeah. So we have the best league But then they leave. They leave during the other months. But we can do a better job while they're here. Sure. To give them a strong foundation to make something of themselves in our market. Yeah. And, okay, let's put the NHL aside. We have no excuse why Mike Trout can't be everywhere in the United States. This dude is Mickey Mantle 2020. Sure. All he does is everything that he does. Except make the playoffs and win the playoffs. Because why? Their team. Okay, it's... it's, it's not, not his not, fault. But it's not a lack of willingness to spend money. Well, totally. And and you can go down a whole other rabbit hole there as well. But what I'm saying is you have players like Manny Machado. You have Mike Trout. You have Aaron Judge. You have Giancarlo Stanton. You have all of these gigantic names in baseball. Where do you see them on a daily basis? Yeah. yeah. I think this is simple. NHL does not make it easy to start for kids. Kids is where it's at. That's true. Uh, true. And basketball, yeah. I played it. But football, here's I the only I argument. Too. Yeah. Here's the only argument I'll make against that. The cheapest and easiest sport to play, no matter where you are, is soccer. 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 And how relevant is that in America? Soccer's relevant. More relevant now. It's relevant like, but because of football has fallen off with the young kids. America would be the number one country in the world in the World Cup every year if it wasn't for the intrigue that the NFL and basketball bring. I, and, and even baseball, though. Baseball yeah. is still ahead of soccer in the United States. For youth. America's, For youth. Uh, America does not necessarily care about soccer. It's not a fun TV sport. And that's exactly. what we're all about in America. One we're to nothing games will not win you fans or players. It's what hockey struggles there's with a, sometimes. There's a snobby element of hockey fans, too. Totally. I've I, seen it. I've there learned are plenty about it. of people who they're like, this is our sport. Yeah. And if you don't know enough about it, you're not one of us. Same thing can happen with soccer too. Oh yeah, like, for sure. It's like, it's like the A&M Aggies. If you grew up an Aggie fan, you love Texas A&M. If you go to Texas A&M and you're not an A&M diehard from three years old onward, you're transferring, you feel way out of place. And that I could see how hockey and soccer do that to fans that are just trying to get involved. But if you haven't been to a hockey game, it's not just a challenge for Elton. It's a challenge for everyone out there. No try to anymore. go to a game. Try to go. Try to watch a game. I promise no, literally you. Try right now because you can't. <laughs> you'll have a great time. So <laughs> COVID sucks. Hopefully when that's over, get your vaccine. Go watch a hockey game. Um, back to football. This this episode is predominantly going to be dominated by yeah, the back NFL. Back to the number one sport. Predominantly go. dominated by <laughs> we domination. Gave, we gave... Hey, hockey, you got your moment. Yeah, hockey, crying. you got your five minutes. The now one, we're going to go to what's the most dominant and most relevant thing in TV. And no, I'm not talking about the impeachment today. I am talking about God, as well. the <laughs> NFL. Last week we had the Super 
wild card weekend. This weekend we have divisional playoffs. We have so many great games on set, and yet maybe one of the biggest storylines going into this weekend is who is going to get the first head coach in this offseason? It still hasn't happened. There's been no dominoes There's fallen yet. We've got, is it seven teams now that Literally. need a head coach? Yeah, and not the one. Eagles out there now. Coaches one getting has, rolled. Black Monday, if you don't know what Black Monday is, is the Monday is that like after Black Friday. Pretty much, Cyber except Monday? you're not shopping for clothes. You're selling. Teams are selling coaches. They're done. Let, let me put a question to the group here. So last week we question. covered top jobs available. Yeah. The Eagles job was not available. No, time. I didn't think no. it was Would going you to put be. it higher than any one of the jobs up there that we talked about last week. I think that's the biggest dumpster fire in the NFL. Only I think they passed Detroit. The only Oops. reason I would put it on the list of a, of a top job is because if you can come in and put that dumpster fire out even remotely close to out, you might be able to win the division. I mean, they have talent. They have talent in the division. They have talent, sucks. and the division winner was what this year? All right, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. Tristan, sorry. Josh, Josh. Stop talking. Josh. This is where this is your Seattle and the fucking bullshit of the West Coast. I get it. You hate the Cowboys. You hate the NFC East. I'm over it. No, I'm at, I'm, I'm the, the NFC East, East is, is not The NFC East is not terrible. It is terrible. Hold on. Time out. They are this terrible. All right, go ahead. Go every, out on your rant. Go ahead. I'm just asking. Hey. I mean, the record shows, but they're, they're pretty bad this year. Not because of even, talent. It they, was because of injury and a plethora of other reasons. COVID. But to act like but, going into next season, the NFC East is going to be terrible. Mm, I'm sorry. It's terrible. just not going to happen. It's terrible. Okay. They're terrible. Are you done? They may be. Who's the quarterback in Washington? Uh, that's that's first. Who's the quarterback Heineke. in Philly? Uh, that's another one. Uh, as of right now, it's Carson Wentz. Okay. Uh, they have two of Yeah. I'm sorry. Jalen uh, Hurts. I just think the I, NFC East I, is I'm terrible. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. I'll shut up so you can tell me why I'm an idiot. Okay, I'm not saying you're an idiot. I'm saying you have West Coast bias and you hate the Cowboys. I don't. I live in Dallas. Okay, anyway, Dallas Cowboys have a really, really strong offense. They are going to dominate a lot of teams next year if they stay healthy. And part of that is Dak Prescott. But Dak Prescott's arguably a top three or top five quarterback in the league. We talk about this. Top three or top five. Their offense is top five in the league. So to act like the NFC East is just Power rank the divisions. Power rank Just the NFC. Powering the divisions. Um, okay, so NFC North, not great. They've got the Packers. That's about it. Uh, then Who you, is a Super Bowl contender. Okay, but every every division has that one team. Arguably, Who is Who, Who's going to be the Cowboys next year? It's Who hard it this year. Okay, things happen every year. I'm not saying that things didn't. happen, but to act like the Eagles are one coach away from no, 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 that's not having what I said. a that's leading not what team. I was the point was that they have potential upside because the division is no, so bad. No, it's no, the worst no, division they in the NFC. Yeah, you didn't even let me finish. The my upside statement. belongs to the team with a number one draft pick, with money to spend, massive salary cap. Not a team that's plagued by one of the worst salary cap upside down issues in the entire league, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Not to mention there's a disarray with the ownership with the coordinators no it's not a hot Sounds job like to go to, to me. no it actually if, doesn't are you comparing only nfc teams sure apparently right but now, the jacksonville jaguars is the hottest team to go to it's why urban meyer says he wants 12 million dollars because he's going to get it because it's the number one job opening and con wants to win yeah, and they've got talent all over the field and they've got talent all over the field and they've got a number one draft pick and they've got massive room for their salary cap the thing about it right now, and the most surprising thing to me, and sorry for that rant, we're always going to get into it when it comes to Cowboys and Seahawks. It's just how it is. However, the most shocking thing to me is the fact that the Houston Texans are not going to interview Eric Bieniemy. And beyond that, sources are saying right now, no team is really in on Eric Bieniemy being the head coach for two main reasons. First one is they believe Eric or uh, Andy Reid is the main play caller in Kansas City. Uh, I don't think there's anything to argue there. Andy Reid does make the play calling. And number two, they're taking away from BNME because he's going to Super Bowl and he's not going to have a lot of time at this point over the next few weeks to interview and give more time to these teams. And these teams want a head coach now. I yeah. read a report somewhere that said he is basically a terrible interview. I saw the same thing. I don't get that. Like what, what makes a guy a, a bad about interview. his interview? Like his interviews on the field and every the players week. love him, but you know, who's a top prospect right now? And forgive me because I have a hard time saying his name, but I think it's Salal, S-A-L. Oh, Robert Saleh from Saleh. Uh, San Francisco. But Robert you know Saleh. why he is? 
because Richard Sherman got on top of a desk, pounding his chest saying, if you aren't interested in him as a head coach That's next a- year, you don't know what you're doing. And he, look at him now. He's the number one head coaching prospect for two different teams right now. And he's been a really good defensive coordinator over his four or five years in San Francisco. He's proven it on the field. Yeah, I think it's he's really... He's proven it on the field. Like, if a guy of his stature, a guy of his pedigree, with a track record of what he's done, that's why you put him on a pedestal. That's why you put him up at the oh, top of the Oh, I'm not disagreeing. List. I'm just saying, I don't know you know, if like, he you is don't have to a hot hi- prospect without Richard Sherman pounding his chest. You don't have to Richard Sherman chest. standing on a table pounding his chest. What I'm saying is, look at what the guy has done. Okay, but the same thing goes for Eric Bieniemy. Look at what he's done. My point wasn't he needed it. Eric Bieniemy has proven to be a bad interview, which is what we said. Nobody gives a shit about interviewing when players love their coach. And what Richard Sherman did was fairly unprecedented. Somebody going out and pounding their well, chest for their We all know Richard Sherman's very outspoken. He loses. He uses clout. Yeah, but his point was is he's a great coach. Players love him. I love him. He needs his due. He deserves it. He, he absolutely deserves a Name shot. Name one Kansas City Chief person that's really gone out and pounded their chest for Eric Bieniemy. I you can't do no him. Now, they're all kind of stunned after the season is over and head coachings are placed, like last year when he doesn't get a spot. But he's if Patrick a, Mahomes came out and said, this dude deserves to be a head coach in the NFL today. He's had a couple issues in his past, though. Oh, those are bullshit. I, I'm not arguing, yeah. but it, it's come yeah. up. Yeah, I don't. Stuff that happens. A DWI. Bar fight. Let's see. Uh, Rape scandals. Not Steve, involving is, him. Involving Steve him leading recruiting. getting hired at Texas with all of the shit that he has. You want to tell me that stuff doesn't matter? Yeah. Cowboys hired a new defensive coordinator, though. Well, Dan I'm going to say, I think the biggest, at your boy. the biggest coaching news aside from Doug Peterson being fired was the Cowboys getting a defensive coordinator and yeah. Dan Quinn. And it's even more relevant because Dan Quinn was a head coach of the Falcons just a month ago. Uh, I didn't realize this. We were talking about coaching trees last episode. He's a part of the saving coaching tree. Yep. He was there in Miami. I had no idea. He was a defensive line coach. That goes back. You know who else was there? Scott Linehan. And Jason Garrett. And Jason Garrett. That's so crazy. And all of them, they were there for their first year with Miami. Some of them had to experience before then, but... God, I just, I can't stress this enough. If you're bored one afternoon, instead of getting on YouTube, just go into these coaching trees in the NFL and college football. Oh my football. God, talk about it. It's like a conspiracy rabbit hole. Yeah, you get really down is. one conspiracy, you just keep watching all these YouTube videos. <laughs> That's the coaching tree. You find one guy, and then you go to another, and then you go to another, and then somehow they all lead back to Steve Walsh. So <laughs> Steve <laughs> That's why Bill I brought Walsh. that up last episode. Bill Walsh. Bill, yeah. Walsh. Bill Walsh, totally. Steve sounds good too, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know I Steve Walsh is the quarterback of the Tampa Bay <laughs> Buccaneers. So I mentioned Houston not having interest in Eric Bieniemy, so much so they're not even interviewing him. And that still isn't the most confusing thing about what's happening in Houston right now. What are they doing? Is Deshaun Watson wanting out? I haven't really found him vocally saying it, but he's not happy in Houston. Apparently people like hate this. It's not, he's not a GM. It's I don't know what his GM, name is. Yeah. I heard the, I heard it was the he's GM. GM. Eastman? Eastman? Yeah. Well, he's the guy they hired from uh, Bill Belichick in uh, New England. But I guess the guy is like, Apparently, someone found out today that he's a burner account. No, where he's been all over Twitter, like <laughs> supporting nice. himself. He's like, uh, he's a good Christian man who's bringing <laughs> Christianity into the Houston Texans organization. All right. Like, just win the football game. Does this have games. anything to do with their previous owner? Being- if any of our listeners are on the verge of making it big, please listen to this one bit of advice. If you're going to have a burner account, a hundred percent of your tweets can't be about you. You need to mix it up. You need to throw things in there that kind of lead people down a different path. If Talk everything about is about your team, your 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 life, your Talk family. Chick Fil A. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It's not a good look. I mean, Kevin Durant's fallen victim to this. And the other thing is, make sure you're tweeting from the right account. Oh god, uh, that's yeah. the other thing. They get caught Didn't because Katie get caught like that. They yeah. tweet from the wrong account, why thinking they're on we, another. Why do we let Kevin Durant off? Why can't every single thing we talk about him start with? A he's a top three player. He's and mentally yeah. very soft and he yeah. has a hard time with it. It's okay. It's but fine. I don't it's know. Fine. Go back to Deshaun Watson. Agreed. Man, when he has talent, he's, he, is he, he's not good. the best, but he's easily a top he's five really quarterback. Good. Do you put him above Dak? Yes. His skill set, yes. His skill set, yes. His skill set, yes. Absolutely. And maybe Dak's in a better position, better team, better ability to thrive, but. Yep. I just haven't seen from Deshaun what I've seen from Dak. Yeah, but if you go back and look at when these guys are drafted too, there's a reason 
Deshaun was a top prospect yeah. and Dak wasn't. And it's it's not because Dak doesn't have the potential. I think Dak is a really, really good quarterback. Agreed. I do too. I just think Deshaun Watson has the but okay, Let me ask you this. You're a diehard Mahomes fan. Yep. Sub Watson and Mahomes of that Chiefs team, are they just as good? No. Disagree. Sub Only Dak. Reason I, yeah, I disagree. Sub, sub I disagree. Dak in that team. No. They're definitely disagree. not better with that. I don't think there's anybody in the league better, right now that maybe. can hold a candle to Patrick Mahomes. And I say that because... A lot of that, I think, is the system and the talent around him. I don't... Just, that's true. The He's talent great. around He's him... Great. The talent around him. What did Sammy Watkins do with any team before Kansas City? He was pretty good in no, Buffalo. He, wasn't. he was, he was a huge disappointment. He was also Starts pretty with good his head coach, in L.A. Okay, Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl before he had Patrick Mahomes. He still he went had to Donovan a Super McNabb. Bowl. Okay. And he had T.O. There are throws that. every week that befuddles scouts that Mahomes does. No, he's yes, talented. Exactly. Deshaun Watson he doesn't does do things, things nobody every week. Does. He does things nobody does, but he also does things nobody does to players that nobody has. Deshaun Watson had DeAndre Hopkins, the best wide receiver in the league. Exactly. Tyree Kill a hasn't been nothing the best leading, got blown out. And the, and, so okay. you're saying Tyree Kill is Tyree Kill with or without Patrick Mahomes? Because it wasn't far too long ago that Kansas City Chiefs didn't have a single touchdown from a wide receiver on their team for the whole season. If you put Deshaun Watson on that team, I think they are just as good. I think they're really, really good. I think they're in the playoffs, and maybe they're in the Super Bowl. I think they can can achieve everything they can achieve with Mahomes, just maybe not as big of a lead. And elegant. Deshaun Watson is playing in this league every week just like Mahomes. I can't remember the last top 10 play where they're like, oh my God, can you believe Deshaun Watson did that? Except and I'm talking for a whole season, and Mahomes does it every week. Can yeah. you put Mahomes well, on the we Texans? because we love Mahomes. I they mean, go to the playoffs? No, because Texans don't have a ton of talent right now. Texans are just a clusterfuck. That's why he wants out. What's the That's, difference between last year's Texans team and this year's Texans team? They had DeAndre team. Hopkins. What do you mean? So one player. Will Fuller. One player went from DeAndre Hopkins, 11 Will and, Fuller, 11 and Kiki Kuti. They have the, they have all they have they both have Will Fuller they both have Kiki Kuti, yeah. I'm sorry, having a number one wide I'm, receiver in the league makes a difference. So it's so. A, it's a difference in seven wins. No, their problem in in Houston is their organization and their leadership. Either we'll way, see. we'll see I, if Deshaun Watson leaves and he goes somewhere else. We'll see what he does. I think Watson Potential is a Miami. great player. I I think I definitely think Mahomes is the best in the league. Yeah, He's proven We're it. not arguing that. But I, I just think if you put Watson into the same situation, the results would be comparable. They may not be the same level, but they're... They would totally they're, be comparable, yes. Absolutely. I guess I don't understand what your definition of comparable is because that means same. Not winning a results. game by 30, you're winning by 20. Results. So maybe his stats aren't the same, but I don't think the wins drop okay. off that significantly. All right. All right. Well, he agrees, guys. He agrees. He doesn't. He's just beaten down by the argument. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't agree. He's a Texas Tech guy. Mahomes is a Texas Tech quarterback. Oh, it, sorry. Me going to Texas Tech has time. nothing to do with Mahomes playing the way he's played the last three it's, years. It, nope. There's a slight bias, though. So, anyway, listen, before we get into the games this weekend, because there are some great games, Ryan, last week I challenged you to bring some non alcoholic beers and alcoholic beers to the table. And put us to the test to see, can we identify what beer is real and what beer is phony? So I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to this segment. I'm going to toss it to you. I can't wait. Yeah, let's give a recap. So I am doing a dry January. and Explain that to us (laughs) non-dryers. Is that an ice cream? You're definitely not a a dry person. Uh, January is a bit, or December is a bit of a bender for me. It was kind of like one thing after another. Sure. And with that comes maybe a little bit of weight gain. Just a tish. I'll blame it on the holidays. It's in the hips. Tab it. But I also just, give me January. Give me a couple weeks. We don't have anything going on. A good cleanse for the system. It's, I just need a little bit of a cleanse. I like that. I don't disagree with your thinking. So, I do. That's well, why I'm not doing it. Apparently you do because you lost your phone on Sunday. But uh, I guess totally it was Saturday. Scenario. To be fair. <laughs> So what we did is I agreed last week to lay out a couple non-alcoholic beers because we had a non-alcoholic beer as a beer of the week and mix it in with maybe some real beers. And I wanted you guys to see if you could figure out which one's which. All right. So we have, for the listeners at home, we have three cups in front of each one of the guys labeled one, two, and three, three different beers. I think it's the same number for every one of y'all. It is. 
So I want y'all to, to try all three of them. One sip per cup. One sip. <laughs> everybody knows the rules. <laughs> Give me, get me your thoughts on each beer, and we'll go from uh, from there. Do we have all any right. bread? <laughs> to break the <laughs> bread? Just smell coffee beans, too? Yeah. All right, the all right boys, uh, cheers for cup number one. Here cup we go. number one. You can't make the noise, so. Yeah, we can clink our bread solo cups. Should have given away that you're not drinking yours. That this. Oh, is, that's good. This that's, is no alcohol. Really? Is it because it's so? Well, hold on. I'm going to save my thinking for the end. Mm-hmm. But overall, flavor flavor palette's good. Great. You like hold it? on. Great. Flavor palette's good. Great. Flavor palette's good. All right, second cup. We can't. Hold on. We can't we pause. Yeah, yeah. Nope. Is we're it? going to second cup. Wait, damn it. We are not dwelling. Cup on number two. Bro, I need some bread, yo. <laughs> we all need bread, son. Oh, I don't. Uh, after the first one, eh, no, yeah, that one. Yeah, you need some bread. Yeah. Okay. All right, cup number okay. three. I can tell you right now, number one is better than number two. Oh, ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> Hold on. Is it two alcohols and one? I don't know. You tell me. Josh was so confident that he would know it for sure. I can for sure tell y'all which ones have alcohol and which ones don't. One's plural? Cup number one for sure has alcohol. It reminds me of a uh, um, Heffenweizen. Ooh, a Heffenweizen. A Heffenweizen. Uh, Hoppy, a little bit of a fruit aftertaste. Very good. Very delicious. Number two was just way too sweet. So to me, that means it does not have alcohol. And number three was not the best beer I've ever had compared to these fruity beers. So I think maybe that's what threw me off. But I would say the third cup was also alcohol. Elton? One for sure, alcohol. Yeah. Two, still trying to decide. It's too sweet. Three, one second. I like number one. Three, no alcohol. Really? Okay. I'm going to go. I was iffy on number three. One, but the, two, yes, three. Yes, yes, no. Okay. okay. Tristan? Okay, for me, one has the best flavor yes. of the three. It's delicious. Y'all like number one? Yeah. I'm going to say that one is alcoholic. Uh, not a lot of faith behind it, but I'm going to say yes. Two, not alcoholic. That The smell of that one Sweet. lets me know that it's it's not it's a fruit punch with wheat. Well, I, I, I just think it's, it smelled too grainy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I will go ahead and say number three is also non-alcoholic, wow. but it did have a very good flavor to it and it had a very good smell to it. So I say one alcoholic, two non. All three of us had different predictions. That's pretty crazy. So <sighs> what is one? No, I think we all said no alcohol. And yeah. One. We all agree. Number one was alcohol. Number one is correct. It does have alcohol. Yes. Yeah. What is it? It's a local brewery. Called Hop and Sting. Knew it. Been there. Hop and Sting. Of course he has. Yeah. (laughs) It's no shock that Tristan would know which one is alcohol. Uh, This is the Northeast Texas IPA. It's it's a phenomenal beer. It's really, really good. good. I'm a a big fan of it. All right. Number two. This is it. Non-alcoholic. It's got alcohol. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It is non-alcoholic. Yes. (laughs) All right. I'm two for two. Tristan's two for two. This is another one of the athletic brewing companies okay. from last week. Very good. Though. This is their double hop IPA style. Yeah, it, it sure it for sure was very similar to cup number one. It just was way more sweet, which to me made. I've had this one before. Sugar. I thought the flavor was a little. For me, it tasted more grainy. It, it tasted more, hmm. you know, blended up grass. Okay. Cup number three. And this is this is the finale. This is where we separate the... I'm saying alcoholic. Brewmasters from the non-brewmasters. Wait, did you say alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic. No, I, see, I, I went, said alcoholic. I went one and two. I said alcohol. You said alcohol. Yeah. Number three is Southern Star Brewing Strawberry Blondale. Good it work. is alcoholic. Good yes. work. Good work. Good work. That means yours truly got all three correct. Eh, it was only three. Yep. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, hey, I was on the fence with it, but I still guess non-alcoholic. Hey, that was really Great fun. Uh, we got to keep this going for the rest of the month. Man, I found another one, by the way. It is. Is that a, a bush beer? It's a bush non-alcoholic beer. You're kidding. I was shocked. It's act. Did you throw up in your mouth? <laughs> no, I was 
Dripping. Dripping. Tristan. <laughs> oh. He took dripping string springs. Of course, he shrugged every one of those cups. Tristan is like ripping through these cups like it's, you know, closing time. Closing uh, time. Yeah, so I have a bush non-alcoholic that I'm dripping, drinking, and it's it's surprisingly good. It's like light. It's a little bit of a flavored water. Perhaps you'll bush. introduce that to us next week. Mm. Perhaps. I actually, this is weird. Shout out to Specs. You can buy single cans at Specs. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know who, to me, does a phenomenal job that you wouldn't suspect for this is Kroger. Kroger lets you build oh, yeah. six packs uh, of craft beers yeah, and non-craft beers. I mean, I made a six pack the other day and there were some brands in there like Coors Light, Bud, Bud Light, Light yeah. Bud Light, Bud Anything Light, you want. Bud Light. It's, it's just a six pack is, is the same price why no matter you, what you put in there. Why did you get an individual six pack of Bud Lights? Why didn't you just pay for the regular six pack of Bud Lights? <laughs> I felt more mature doing it that ah, way. Yes, so. of course. Hey man, great episode. Really appreciate that. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, let's jump back into it. All right. Los Angeles Rams versus Green Bay Packers. Well, here we go. We have the number one seed, Green Bay Packers. They're playing the number six seed, Los Angeles Rams. Rams coming off a monster road win against the Seattle Seahawks. It hurts they, a little bit to say, doesn't it? Where, well, you He's know what? Of, right now. of most of the years <laughs> of watching this team, I'm actually more, you know, at home with this loss or win by the Rams than I have been in the past Um, because it's hard to lose in all three phases of the game and still feel good about your team. Therefore, here I am, absolutely not upset about this game. What we do have, though, is the potential MVP, Aaron Rodgers, coming off a week's worth of buys. He's hanging out. He's chilling. He's doing his Aaron Rodgers thing, getting warmed up. To be in a very cold stadium. For sure. Again, in January. 29 degrees. Can is you, that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Can weekend? you imagine what rain. it's like to go on the road and play a football game in Green Bay? I can't, but I do have an interesting stat real quick. Give me one second here. Give him a second. I will give you your stat in about two minutes. Now, he's going to give you How about your 30 stat. seconds? 30 seconds. Uh, we have the Los Angeles Rams coming from sunny Los Angeles. Traveling to Green Bay. Perfect weather. Off their big win in Seattle. I love LA. And yet, how is this Rams defense going to hang with the Aaron Rodgers-led offense? And with that, Josh, what's your statistic? In the last 23 years, there has not been an indoor team that's traveled to a cold-weather outdoor team's game and won. In the playoffs. Covered or won? One. Shit. Take that's covered a, out of it. Just one, because that's a big deal. The Colts never beat the Patriots in New England? Or, I in, absolutely think they did, and, though. No. No, they only met it. No, they, they traveled to no, the Colts AFC. traveled oh, to New England and beat them. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was it, it was raining. It was Indianapolis. Indianapolis plays indoor. It's indoor. Shit. I'm so off. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Almost 100% positive the Colts beat the Patriots on the road in New England. So the Saints played in Chicago about... Last week. 13 years ago, 2007. And when they lost, it continued the streak for 10 years from there. So my math from 2007 to 97 would be 23 years. Okay. So it's good math. I'll look well, into that while we talk about this, but it's going to be a great game. I mean, yeah. This long story short, Rams defense is good. What happened last week to the Seattle Seahawks? In Indianapolis? Huh? Sorry, Colts uh, beat them in Indianapolis. And I apologize. Okay, my my stat had to do with NFC indoor teams traveling to NFC outdoor games that so are not in cold AFC. Air so AFC was out of that equation. I don't know for but sure Ryan, about all I, of those. I think Ryan just proved me wrong. So, so I was, it was right. It was 2006 because I was trying to think through that too. That was when the Colts went to the Super Bowl. Colts got their first Super Bowl. But they were the home team. But I was right, right? They were the home team. None of that matters. With Peyton Manning. It was raining indoors. Yes, you were right. (laughs) But the sprinklers went off because there was a small fire. Somebody needed a hot dog during the break. Some guy named Belichick was putting a lighter up to the machine. Okay. Which, this is a fascinating rivalry, by the way. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but this Patriots-Colts thing is... Yeah, that's exciting. There's a lot going on there. So... Green Bay comes into this game as the home team, and they are getting a lot of points. I think the current line is around seven. 
Um, and it's kind of surprising because the Rams defense played so well against that high powered Seattle's offense. Yep. Um, so you got the Packers minus seven, the over unders at 45 and a half. The question, I guess, Ryan is, do you think the Rams defense can continue what they did last week, build on it and slow down the errands of the Packers? Man, I just don't know. I've, I've kind of gone back and forth on this one quite a bit because Goff is hurt. Goff is definitely hurt. And is it Wal- Walford? Wolford. Wolford. The only reason Goff played he last got, week is because Wolford got hurt. And they didn't have a third string quarterback. So Goff had to play last week. So I think their third string, by the way, is Blake Bortles. Yep. I think they it cut is. him. But no, he was, for whatever reason, he's unavailable. He's still there. Yeah, he's still there. But he well, was unavailable for the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Either way, uh, the, I mean, the quarterbacks played terrible last week, but they had a dominant running game, and the Packers have struggled against the run. Yeah. And Cam Akers now is clearly the number one guy. Clearly not, the best running back drafted last year. They're all these guys, which I didn't understand. I never understand this, this rotational thing when you've got a guy that is clearly dominating. dominating. And the Packers kind of went through that phase, too, the last few years. Yeah, with right. Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. This and Aaron Jones year, the is last so good. five or six weeks. Yeah. Why do they keep giving the ball to Jamal Williams when Aaron Jones? Is I mean, I understand rotating them. They're a yes. passing offense. Jamal Williams is more of a passing down back. I think mean, that's why. But Aaron Jones is a great running. Aaron back. Aaron Jones is great, and in the He's cold weather, very good. You can say whatever you want about how they've utilized their running backs in the cold weather. Green Bay knows how to play and run the ball and destroy. But the Rams do have a good defense. And you, but in the end, you have Aaron Rodgers. You are one third down dime away from winning that game, which is what happened to Seattle last year in the playoffs. That's it. All he has to do is complete one pass that you didn't think anybody could complete, which is what he made a career on. It's over. So what do you think happens? I'm going to go ahead, Tristan. uh, I I do believe it's a closer game than last week's game, but I do believe Green Bay wins this game. And I honestly... Hate to say it, Aaron Rodgers gonna ball out. I mean, yeah, I think it's gonna be something like you a got the over? 28 21 or 31 24 type game. And if it's 31 24, it's gonna be right on the spread. Push. So, seven's a lot of points against Double. a good defense, it's more than a touchdown. Yes, it is, but Rodgers can just put up points. So, I am gonna take the Rams to cover, but I'm only doing it because it's seven. Um, over under 45 and a half? No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go to the Packers. I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> through this out loud, and I just think Aaron Rodgers is too good. Yep. Cold weather, yes. and the the Rams have balled out the last two weeks better than what they should have been. So it's a come-back-to-earth game. Give me the Packers, but give me the over. Okay. Because I do think it's going to be like 28-20. They balled out. You're right. But the Rams are inconsistent. They played out of the season. Yeah. This is their inconsistent game. We're doing the Packers, and I'm going with the under. 25 degrees. I dice? saw that degree. That your feelings? Yes. Yeah. Listen, I, I'm going with what wins. I think as this game. Has, and it's been winning. Here's the one thing about this game. Um, Jalen Ramsey has put up one of the best cornerback years that I've seen in a year that's been dominated by passing. Yeah. He, oh, God, I can't believe so, Ezekiel right over here. Yeah. Jalen yep. Ramsey will probably limit Devontae Adams in this game. And I love Devontae Adams. He's the number one wide receiver this year. That means the other two guys, uh, Valdez Scandling and um, Alan Lazard, Lazard are going to have to play. But Tanyan's the X factor. You've got the probable MVP candidate Aaron Jones in this one. So I'm going to go against every bone in my body because I have not done well betting the last couple of weeks. That's true. I'm going to take the Rams because it's a lot of points and the defense is going to make some plays because of how good Ramsey's been playing. If it pushes above seven, I'm going to flip-flop. So if the if the closing line is around seven and a half plus, I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah. But if I can get it at a touchdown, I'm going to take the Again, Packers. I can't reiterate this enough. We make our picks on Tuesday or Wednesday every week. We don't bet how we make our picks on Tuesday or Wednesday because the line, a lot can happen, especially with COVID. Um, but the over under 45 and a half, I like the over. I can see this becoming a shootout. So I like the over, but I'm going to take the Rams because seven is a lot of points. Elton, before we get into the next game, okay, I didn't give you your props. Talk about it. I want to talk about the picks. Mm. 
I want to talk about that as well. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> so I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this. You don't have to. We just. But I do want to give later. credit where credit is due. And How credit do do? is due for Elton last we week. We did not pick a lot of games. How do you do? The GOAT maybe? I don't know. We did not pick a lot of games. There's only 14 game or 14 options because we pick over, under, and the spread for several games. So we did the playoff games last week and the national championship. Still pretty hard. And <laughs> it is still pretty hard. <laughs> Elton hit an impressive 57%. I thought it was amazing. For the second week in a row. How'd the rest of us do? Horrible. Uh, Tristan, you and I were at 50%. Well, so that was good. Let's get to the next game. <laughs> We've got Josh's. And Josh is just on a waterfall, cascading from where he was. What's interesting, though, this is one of the few weeks where my picks on the podcast definitely represented my picks gambling because I lost a money. lot of money in one of week. the few weeks. I thought that was. <laughs> No, because I don't always bet how I pick. Because, again, a lot changes. And I make my picks usually two to three hours before the game time. Um, But this was one week where my betting was about 10% probably, maybe 15 if I was lucky. Yeah, I've had to go into a few uh, live betting modes recently to help save my ass in some. Full tilt. I wouldn't say it's full tilt. It's a little tilt. Yeah, a little bit. Slightly tilted. All right, let's jump into this next one. I love it. Baltimore Ravens versus Buffalo Bills. This game, I'm going to truly enjoy. I love Lamar Jackson just as much as, no, who am I kidding? I was going to say he's close as LeBron James, but who am I kidding? You but don't I, love him I as know, much I as know. LeBron. I, I You're not really, fooling no one. I really want Lamar Full Jackson. No yeah, was, oh, slight, slight cap. Slight cap. Slight right. cap. <laughs> I really want to see him do well, but to be honest, the Bills was my AFC pick. It was a while ago. Don't walk. You it have back. come to a crossroads, and my friend. Guys, you guys doubted me. I just want to say that I didn't doubt you. You doubted me on the Bills. You doubted me when I said Josh Allen was up and coming, and I took it. I took it on the chin. <laughs> I think we doubted. You. <laughs> I, I really think you're building yourself a coalition of I took it on the chin, guys. That nobody actually signed off. So on. here's the thing. What's more important to me is to show that I'm right with you guys over my feelings over Lamar Jackson. I understand that. Okay. I understand you that. Get That's that, how right? I feel sitting across from Josh most of the time. It's like, I don't even care if... I just have to win that argument. And that's I don't all care I if I win the do. game, but I win that argument. Just be right. Just be right. Josh Allen killed it last week. I was very impressed. Lamar Jackson came back from being down for what? Three ten, quarters, right? Ten nothing. No, it was. Was it two? No, two? first quarter. First, first quarter. quarter. First quarter. Ten but nothing. It was. It was a very strong ten nothing. And no, no, no. It was. Of, it was thirteen. Tw- it was ten nothing. I watched the game, sir. I thought they were down the whole. No, time. I don't think they no. scored the rest of the game. Who? Tennessee didn't score the rest Tennessee, of the game. No, they did not. Really? It was yeah. ten nothing, and Baltimore maybe wins. This, this, is, going, this the, is going great. Maybe. Maybe I appreciate it. <laughs> maybe in my head, I thought the game. You were so passionate about them that you overlooked their poor play. But I have to be honest with myself, and I want to beat everyone and prove all you guys wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just do. It's okay. Listen, I'm I'm leaning on the Bills, but uh, I want to hear what you guys think. Give me the Bills all day. Really? All day? All All day? Listen, can I say something? You have doubted Lamar Jackson. Yes, I have, because he's not a great quarterback. You shit on it's him all the time. Obvious. He's a great runner. And you said about Josh Allen coming to college? No, I didn't like Josh Allen out of college. I didn't like I him last year. Did you think he should be a wide receiver? No, I didn't think that. Um, you have a tight end? <clears throat> tight end, for sure. Probably would be a really good tight end. Interesting. So go opposite of Josh's calls, picks, whatever? Pretty much. Uh, based on my <laughs> betting track record over the last 10 days, yes, please go against me. But... Two and a half points is not a lot. It's barely more than home field advantage. They're playing in Buffalo. It's not an easy place to play. It's cold. It's cold. Really cold. How far is Buffalo from Baltimore? Uh, It's about 450 miles, maybe, roughly, give or take. Good guess. That's my guess. Okay, somebody tell me. I'm going to take the over on that. Actually. my point is the the Bills are a great team. It's going to be a Bills-Chiefs AFC Championship game. You think? Yes. I don't think there's any question Bills win this game. If you want to question me whether they can win it by three points, yes. I don't think the Ravens are very good. And the Bills have to know going into this game, this is a very easy game to win if you just keep Lamar Jackson in the pocket. Make him be a quarterback. 
He'll, Why do you think the Ravens are not very good? Because I don't think Lamar Jackson is a great quarterback. How have they played the last few Their weeks? running game's terrible, aside from Lamar Jackson. Um, the running have game great, is not terrible, aside from Lamar Jackson. It, it actually is, is not it's, that it's great. It's actually not really It's not that, that good. good at all. They're not good if he's not running the ball. It's if overlooked because of how well he runs. If there's no threat of Lamar, if there's no threat the of receivers JK or aren't, Gus. The receivers but Lamar aren't, is a threat, though. Yes, they're, he is. Their mm, biggest receiving threat is Mark Andrews. The reason he doesn't do well when it's games that matters is against good coaches. Good coaches know, shut him down from running. What do you do? You do QB spy, you control the flats, and you're going to beat them. You, you send your defense. defensive ends out wide. Bills they defense very is good. good defense. Yes, they do. And the Bills have an explosive offense. They, they have. Stephon Diggs is one of the best receiving, has won some of the best receiving stats this year that we've ever seen. I love Diggs. I'll Not still take Devontae Adams. But, I'll still take DeAndre Hopkins over him, but he's a phenomenal receiver. Cole Beasley's a great gadget player. Devlin Singletary is a good running back. Josh Allen can use his legs just as good as Lamar Jackson can, and he can plow DBs over. So, yeah, give me the Bills. And the over under at 50, I think. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be under just because of the defenses, and I just don't think the Ravens are going to put up a lot of points. I agree with the under. I'm going with the Bills. What you got, Tristan? Uh, I have the Bills. I'm going with the over. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to go against y'all. Bitch. I think the Ravens are playing really well right now. For sure. And I do think it's going to be a, a run-heavy game, so I'm going to lean toward the under, but I'm taking Ravens. Ravens. All right. I like it. Cleveland Browns versus Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go. Man, a lot of trash talk going on with this Browns team. Love it. So much. Steelers hating. Give it to me. Juju hating pregame. Chase Claypool hating postgame. Browns started a left tackle or a left guard that had literally just walked onto the field that day. (laughs) Walked off a bus. Let me bring you back to the last time Baker Mayfield played against Patrick Mahomes. You may recall it was 2016. Mm -hmm. Texas Tech travels to Norman, Oklahoma, where the Red Raiders led by Patrick Mahomes faces off against the Oklahoma Sooners led by Baker Mayfield. Score of the game was 66 to 59. One of the most fun, greatest games I've ever watched in Texas Tech lost. It was a phenomenal game. Offensive juggernauts. There was zero defense played in this game outside of the kick and punt return. Didn't one of them throw for 600 yards? So here, let me get They both combined for 1,700 yards for offense. (laughs) Mahomes set a college football record with 819 yards of total offense, 734 passing yards. Bro, there was no defense. They sat on the sideline. This game (laughs) was unreal. And you know what I love? Both the Kansas City Chiefs and Cleveland Browns have explosive offenses. If you take the under in this matchup, you're going to lose money. So hmm. the Chiefs go into this game. They're a, they're a home team. They're a favorite by 10 and a half points. Don't let the hook screw you. Off of bye week. Off of a bye week. Um, they're hosting a Cleveland Browns team that's on a roll. They played really good um, last week against the Steelers. Made Steelers look pretty terrible. Um, but the over-under is 57. That's a big number in the NFL. However, both of these teams are going to put up points. I could see this being a 44 to 39 game. You think um, it'll get that high? Yes. I don't. I Again, maybe it's 2016 bias. Probably is. Both of these players remember that game. Probably the most memorable game of both of these guys' careers outside of Mahomes winning the Super Bowl. This was a big deal. Patrick Mahomes was chosen by Cliff Kingsbury over Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield transfers, goes to OU, wins a Heisman. There's bad blood. I love this game for a lot of reasons. It's going to be a great game to watch, but the Chiefs are awesome. I don't know if there's a lot of people out there that don't have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Um, the question becomes, we're picking against the spread. We're not picking who wins or who loses. And they do not cover. They don't cover. They don't. They're true. terrible against the spread. In the season, they don't cover. Because in the season, I think we saw a lot of, we need to do the bare minimum to win. This, though, is kind of a revenge game for Mahomes. Because Mahomes lost that game against Baker back in 2016. You think he's using this as a revenge game? Yes. I what, think four years later? 
I think we might see another first half where Tyree Kill has over 200 yards. Probably not going to happen because that's pretty unprecedented. But this is going to be a fun game. Buckle up, guys. Buckle up. Absolute buckles. Put your seatbelt on. This will be a very good game. What I see happening, though, is the Browns got this thing called a running game. Yes. And if you can keep the ball out of a guy like Patrick Mahomes' hands for even, even... 40% 40% of a football game. You don't have to have it more than half. Position. Just 40%. I like it. Patrick Mahomes operates on opportunity. If you reduce that opportunity and the Browns have that ability to produce that opportunity or to, to, what did I just say? It's a non-alcoholic beverage. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> to reduce that opportunity. I believe the Browns have a fighting chance to beat this 10.5-point spread. What I'm going to say is um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Browns, and I'm taking the over because, like Josh said, this will be a shootout in some regard with some former fashion. Um, but anyway, yes. This morning on Get Up, Damien Woody said, if the Browns want to win, they need to have three drives averaging seven minutes apiece that result in a touchdown. Um, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. No. I think that's pretty. And they're fully capable of it. They're them, fully capable of it. Bring them down to earth, Ryan, please. Yeah. Give me some uh, wisdom. It's, it's, it's not even about bringing us down to earth. It's, I guess it's been a week off for Kansas City, so maybe there's that. It's kind of a curveball. I mean, the Chiefs are the best team in the league. I mean, we've we said all season long it felt like they were playing with their food, but they don't cover. That's true. So, just looking over the last few weeks, yep. some of these games like they're not. They could have put teams away, and they and they just didn't. They don't. They're not impressive. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping because the Chiefs are pretty much all of our picks to win the Super Bowl, but I'm hoping that it's the sense of. We know we can beat you, so we'll just turn it on at any time. We'll just do what we need to do to get the job done. Because the most important stat in every one of these games is the win column. Mm-hmm. And they won every one of those freaking games. So, I don't see them losing it. But I do think the Browns can grind it out a little bit. They've got some pretty good weapons. Baker Mayfield is playing really well without yes. Beckham. Yeah, yeah. Jarvis Landry is getting heavily involved, and he looks good. I've got a question for you. Did you have the coach back? Uh, and the coach is back. Yes, I've got a question back. for you. Yeah, ask away. If you're Andy Reid and you win the coin toss, do you take the kickoff so you can go out and score points, or do you choose to defer? I defer, defer, defer. all day. And here's my only thing: the Brown script going in, they have to run and control the ball and control the clock. But if the Chiefs come out and score a touchdown in three minutes, <laughs> you change the entire dynamic of how the Browns coach that game. That's yeah. why. You, that's why. I you mean, defer. it's a good thought. It's well, no, if you defer, thought. Browns take the ball first, and they get to run. They get to control the clock. I mean, if the Browns come out and they run the ball for seven and a half minutes and they score a touchdown, but you yeah, still, but you Belichick still haven't put the best player on the field. Belichick yet. mastered that ability yep. to make sure he was in position to get the ball right before the end of the half. Yep. And then right at the score and then the right and then score immediately and that's yep. the foot on the throat. That's yeah. a fourteen point swing that destroyed. In a couple of years you. ago, I don't think Andy Reid would have done that. I think he probably would have done what you're saying and try to get the point. Try to yep. go aggressive. But Yep. All right. So what do you think? I'm gonna take the Browns to cover the ten and a half because I think they can. Uh I originally had the under but after listening to my persuasive speech. And then I thought about that Texas Tech Holy versus OU cow. game. Can I give but you honestly, the total I, one it's more because time? because of the Steelers game last week. I just thought the... 718 <laughs> yards. The Browns played out of their minds last 700. week. 700. So I'm taking the Browns to cover because uh, I think they're built for the playoffs. But I'm going to take the over. If it goes over, the Browns will lose. They won't even cover. If you go toe to toe with the Kansas yeah, City Chiefs that, in the point. offense, I love that point. They will lose. I think they know that they're going to try to control the time of possession. Mm-hmm. They're going to run the ball. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the under. You know why I love that point? That's exactly why I have the Chiefs in the over. You think they're just going to 
air. The I ball think out. you're going to see an Alabama Ohio I State. So. I don't think replay so. On Sunday afternoon, this I feel. Guess this. Ooh, hot take. Hot take alert. Oh, give it to me. This your first upset. I don't. Wow. I, I picked the Browns. That is a I picked the Browns, take. but I think the Browns have what um, it takes to beat them. I think so. See, I think the Bills have what it takes to beat the Chiefs. I don't think so. Okay. I don't. I don't think so. Well, I'll be very because depressed they have if to the compete Chiefs with them this week and the Bills lose because that'll totally thwart what I'm thinking. But it's going to be a great game. Honestly, I can't believe this wasn't the primetime Sunday night game. And it's not why. even a Sunday night game. It's going to be a 5 o'clock you know game. But tell me why it's not the, the main game. Tampa parts. Bay Buccaneers versus New Orleans Saints. This game sponsored by AARP. <laughs> <laughs> and the History Channel. I just... That photo of George Blanda and Tom Brady last week is like, what the hell is this shit? It just Tom shows Brady, you what alcohol and cigarettes do to Tom a Tom Brady body. lives by a diet of, is he a vegan? I have no idea. He's a weird TB12. guy. TB12. He's TB12. a very weird guy. But he's all about, you know, healthy. Everything that goes into my body needs to be healthy. And then you look at Drew Brees, who is the ageless wonder. His arm is a noodle. He can't throw it downfield anymore, but he's got all of his weapons back. He got Kamara back. He got Michael Thomas back. Michael Thomas got his first touchdown of the entire season. Yeah, I know. Well, he had a weird year. Yeah. But, uh, Taysom Hill. I, I don't. Why do they put him in? Especially they, at the goal line. Nothing pisses me. Nothing pisses me off more than Drew Brees driving down the field, getting to the five yard line or three yard line, and then he comes out of the game and they put Taysom Hill. In. I just don't. I don't get it. That's stupid. But the Bucks, man, the Bucks. Oh, they have not played well against the Saints this year. They have not, and they almost lost the football team. Yep. So now, it's a three the football team spread. had a pass rush. They did. You put That's the pass fair, rush against Buccaneers. But or, sorry, the but the Saints have a very good defense this year. So you're talking about a three-point spread in the Saints' favor. The game, I think, is in New Orleans, but it's a totally different situation with no fans. It's in a dome. Yeah, but it's a 52-point over-under. Saints ranked eighth in sacks this year, so they can pressure the QB. It's the reason in the last matchup when they had Tom Brady, they got three points against the Saints' defense. They killed um, him. I, got, I go a lot of different directions with this because I look at side-by-side comparisons. Brady, Breeze. Give me Brady based on what they've done this year. True. Then I go number ones. Evans, Thomas. Evans well, Evans hurt. may not play, so yep. that's Thomas. Then you give me Godwin. And I don't know another Do you receiver. Harris? Yeah. Then you give me Brand- Antonio no, no, no. Brown. Um, oh, oh, my gosh. Wait, no, Kamara. Kamara Trick is their Smith. number two. Trick on Smith. Trick on Smith. Uh, give me, yeah. give me Goodwin, and give me Antonio Brown, and that is what I think has to happen. Yeah. Antonio Brown has to go for over a hundred yards in this game. But Kamara is that third weapon to Tristan's point. Yeah, he is. And Latavius Come, Murray is up there too. He's a great sure. running back. Latavius Murray is just as dangerous. You cannot sleep on him. All right. Jared Cook is also a very strong candidate. Saints are a three. Point favorite. Yeah. Hmm. Tristan, over unders 52. Man. What are you taking? I am going to go the over. I think this game starts off slow and will eventually end up a pretty entertaining game. Um, you know, maybe a 35 to 31 type of finish. Ooh, wow. But Man. I do believe, I do 16. believe the Saints hold serve at home. I think they're going to move on and play the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. So, yeah, give me the Saints and also give me those three points. Saints lose in the playoffs every year. Yep, all pretty the time. good at it. They're Brady really good at it. rarely loses in the playoffs yep. every year. So, if I'm strictly picking, do I think Brady can will a team to win? I think the answer is yes because he just does it. He, yeah. He's proven, proven it. It's, so, it's more than proven. And if he loses, I don't think it'll be more than three. So, I'm taking the Bucks, okay. but I do think points will be scored, so give me the over. Um, I'm leaning pretty much 100% what you said. Thank I, you, Elton. That's yeah. such a compliment. No problem. Because no your problem. picks have been so great lately. <laughs> I can't, I can't disagree with mine. I can't disagree with Tom. I mean, with you about Tom Brady. I mean, he's been here before. I have to go to the Bucks, and it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going with the over. All right. I love the pause. I have so many thoughts about this game could go. I'm not going to bet it, probably. Because I could see Brady just flopping again. 
because that last time I bet on them was when they played the Saints the last time, and it made me cry. What was it, 41 um, to 3 or something? I don't know, and, and I'd have to pull it up. I don't know the last time Brady had to travel after a bye week in the playoffs for their first game. The fact that he has to travel to New Orleans is probably uncomfortable Still fans. for him. It's not far. I know, but there's no fans. Superdome is Superdome. I'll skip jump away. All right, I get that. I get that point. You see what I'm saying? It's just such a weird year. It's a very These weird like year. scrimmages. I'm going to go with who I think is the better team on paper. The better team on paper is the Saints. So I'm going with the Buccaneers and give me the under. Really? Yep. It's a yeah, I just deflection. From I just what I thought you would say. Yeah, I think the and what you wrote down. Yeah, true. I think Saints. the over under at fifty two is a lot of points, and I do think you're going to see defense in this game. The Tampa okay. Bay Buccaneers don't sleep on their defense. They've been very good this year too. Right. Um, and you're they've right. had two games of tape, and I don't hear me out. I don't think Sean Payton's going to be very good at calling a game after he's been given two games of golf of versus Tom Brady hmm. and. Um, Whatever his name is, What's Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians. I think I think they're going to scheme better. Well, I think they're call a better game, and I think Brady in the playoffs is Brady. So I like the Bucks. Isn't there some stat around teams that play each other once or twice already in a season? It's like it's damn near impossible to win. Yeah, every single third time. time. Yep. Yeah. So that's going against them. So well, so, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Seattle playing the Rams twice a year, play them at home again, and lose. Yeah. And it's going to be a fun game. We've got an awesome weekend ahead of us. Um, listen, we really appreciate all you listening to us. Uh, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you follow our Instagram page. We've got a lot of good content for this weekend and in the coming weeks. If you like memes, please follow us. We have sports memes like nobody else has sports memes. So like, like we have the best sports memes. Tristan's really touting his own arm. If you see a sports meme, it's probably coming from Tristan. He does do a very good job of it. Um, but yeah, definitely follow us. Like Give us your subscribe. feedback. Let us know. Like, subscribe. Yeah. Um, comment. Please we really appreciate comment. Yeah. All right. I'm really Josh. desperate for you guys' attention. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm Josh. I'm Tristan. I'm Ryan. This is Elton. Hey, y'all have a good night. Thanks, y'all. Adios.